Hey, yo, what's going on, good people? Today is Wednesday, December 27th, 2023. Time is 8.15 a.m. Eastern Time. You're on with another episode of The Bridge, episode number 194, and the last episode of 2023. You're down with Big Ron Brown, Big Fish, King Fish, it's all the same. Just here, bringing my humble opinion, my things that's going on in our everyday lives, things that we talk about, things that we like to discuss. Uh, mainly for myself, music, sports, politics, current events on the local national and global level things that we discuss first and foremost hopefully everyone had a safe and happy merry christmas hope you got to spend time with your family your friends you ate good food uh song songs watch movies watch good sports on tv basketball football the whole nine yards and you were able to get back home safe and sound to, to find a destination or wherever you were going to and from i know yesterday and today is our, like two of the busiest travel days of the year Including the day after things, um, <clears throat> the Sunday after Thanksgiving. So a lot, I know a lot of people are up under this major winter storm that's going on in the Midwest right now. So hopefully everybody had a merry Christmas. You got everything you wanted. If not, you can go back and change stuff or whatever. But um, those after Christmas sales, after Christmas sales are critical. So I know a lot of people will definitely probably be hitting the malls later on today, if not today and tomorrow. So. But hopefully everybody had a great holiday, great time with family and friends, and um, got a chance to spend, spend much-needed time, got some rest, recoup, recharge, and getting ready to end 2023 on a high and positive note. Um, got a lot of things to get into today I want to talk about. Of course, we got more updates on what's going on in the war that's going on in Israel. Um, situation that happened down at the, um, at the border with the um, National Guard. They're doing the lady with a child. State of Colorado, big salute to them for what they did against Trump. Giuliani is now filed for bankruptcy. Um, sad news here locally in Philadelphia about two Action News members that died in a um, helicopter crash. Uh, the uh, volcanic eruption in Iceland and what's the uh, any residents were doing. Mayor of Boston apologizing for uh, a crime that took place back in 1989 that was um, against um, black men there. Uh, Tarashi Henson and her um, emotional breakdown that she had on stage, talking about Hollywood, so forth and so on, and the news in this Jonathan Majors that took place last week. Um, of course, we're going to get into some college, college scores, bowl games, NFL scores, and NBA scores. But as I've done each show the last two or three years, uh, COVID-19 is still relevant. It is still important. The pandemic may be over, but COVID-19 is not. If you have not done so, if you are eligible to do so, if you need it, please go get vaccinated. Please go get the booster shot. I will not stress that enough. Speaking from someone who's had COVID, my wife, my daughter, we all had it. I caught the worst end of it. I understand why you may be a little hesitant about vaccines, but doing nothing, once again, doing nothing is never an option. I will always say that. Because, trust me, that is something you do not want. It is something that you, if you can, you can only reduce it, you can't eliminate it. Once again, the pandemic may be over with, but COVID-19 is not. So if you need the booster shot, if you need the vaccine, go do something. But doing nothing is not an option. <clears throat> uh, last week, um, an explosion at an apartment complex in Gaza killed 46 people. Another list of things that will be added to the list of war crimes against the, um, against, the, against those countries that's going on right now. 165 aid trucks were allowed to cross into Gaza last week. 
Uh, also before Christmas, uh, U.S. and Venezuela agreed to prisoner swaps right in time for the holiday. Guys, officials say the death toll has now reached over 20,000 people since the start of the war back in October. Um, President Biden, like as always, is on the phone with Palestinian leaders and Israeli leaders to see um, if a new cease deal can be reached, but I don't think one's going to be reached in time for the new year, so hopefully sometime in January they'll have a ceasefire. So more peace, peace talks can begin and more... Um, Maybe prisoner swaps can be prisoners um, can be freed and then swapped, and they can get more aid trucks and the people that desperately need aid. Like I said the majority of the hospitals over there are non they're non factor they're not working. Most of them have been blown up. They're not even even structures anymore. It's just rubble and just debris. And so I don't know I don't even know how many hospitals are, are left that are operational right now because most of them have been destroyed. So hopefully there's a ceasefire soon. Um, so they can get more aid to the people that desperately need it. Last I saw that they were also, um, they were thinking, they were trying to say about flooding the, um, the, the uh, underground tunnels that uh, Hamas was using um, in the height of the war. Um, of course, we all know that uh, this is the end of the year, so people are getting ready for New Year's Eve celebrations. Um, everyone's on heightened alert all around the world because they don't know who might be targeting who. Or if they might be um, planning something for New Year's Eve. So I know a lot of demonstrations will probably take place because they tend to take place in a, a public area where there's going to be lots and lots of people. And New Year's Eve around the world are filled with places like that. So, over um, right before Christmas, um, there were 14 dead and over 30 injured in a mass shooting at a university in Prague. It said the shooter, right before he, this took place, he went to his home or he went to his father's home where he found his father dead. And I believe this, this something may have broken, snapped inside of him that he went to that university. And once again, I believe 14 to 15 people were killed. Over 30 people were injured. I believe he was taken into custody, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't get any further news on that. Here, um, locally in Philadelphia, last week. Uh, we reached our 400 homicide of 2023. 400 people um, have been killed here in the city of Philadelphia. That takes me back to when I first came here in 05 and 06, the summer of 06. It was just, it seemed like blood was flowing like a river here in the city. And that's when they came out with that documentary called Philadelphia. And here we are 16, 17 years later and things have not let up. It doesn't who the mayor is, the police commissioner is, doesn't matter who the elected officials are, crime is still running rampant here in the city. Um, people are still dying at rapid pace, at high alerts and high numbers. Um, 400 homicides, and the sad, harsh reality is it's only December 27th, which, which means we still have four more days to go in this, in this year. So the number could probably be, who knows, by the time January 1st gets here. Um, you know, a word of prayer. That's all I can say. Because, like I said, it doesn't matter who the, who the police commissioner is, who the mayor is, who the elected officials are, how much police presence you have. It's just crime. It's just people are shooting, people are stealing, people are dying. It's just, you know, a word of prayer, man. Just say it. Over 400 people have died, and we still got four more days left in this year. So, who knows where that number could be by January 1st. Um, a situation that 
just makes you just question all of humanity. Um, a woman was trying to cross at the border, down at the Mexico-U.S. border, and the Texas National Guard ignored this lady who had a child who was just trying to cross, trying to get some type of help. They flat out ignored her. Just did not let her cross. And then there was really no aid. I understand you have a job to do. I understand certain people, you're not allowed to let them in. You're not allowed them to cross. But there has to be some type of humanity, a decency and a humanity issue with you. When you see a woman, when you see a lady with her child just trying to get over it, who's trying to get some help. This is a lady with her child. And the reason is so easily, a lot of people might not like what I'm about to say, but it's the truth. I don't care. It's just the flat out truth. The reason it's so easily to dismiss the people at the border is because they don't look like you. They don't say, they don't have the same hue as you do. Because trust and believe, if it was thousands upon thousands of white people down at that border with children trying to get some aid, trying to get some assistance, you wouldn't be turning them away as easily as, as you do. And that's the goddamn truth, and y'all know it's the truth. I don't care, man. You, you have a lady there with a child who's just trying to get some help. They're in the middle of a river. So you would rather do your job and let these, this woman and this child be swept out in the river and possibly drown or anything down there instead of giving them some type of help. I'm not saying let them in. I'm not saying you, you don't even know her story. You don't even know all of her history. But just give them some type of help. Don't let them stand in there in the middle of a raging river and not give them no type of assistance. That's just makes you lose hope in just some situations just makes you lose lose all faith in humanity when you see have something like that. It's just that's just my humble opinion about it. State of Colorado removed Trump from candidacy for presidency of twenty twenty four. Uh basically said he was responsible for January sixth, as we all know. And good shout out to Colorado for doing so because I wish more states had the balls to do that. Because it's needed, it's necessary, and it's sending a message that you are not above the law, you are no longer president, so you don't have full immunity, and you should be charged. You instigated the entire thing, and people, everyone that's associated with you, Giuliani, and everybody that stood up there and made speeches, come and fight like hell, you instigated the entire thing. January 6th probably would have never happened if you did not start that fire. You instigated the entire thing started that fire and then watched it burn. And here's the, and this is what I will always heart back to. Five to six people lost their lives that day. Yeah, property was damaged, property was stolen, trespassed, I get all of that. But never forget, the actions of that day cost five to six people their lives that didn't have to die. That you instigated that entire thing. Never forget that. Never forget that. So, yes, he should be charged. He should not. I don't see how anyone in this country, you cannot make this make sense to me, how anybody who is facing impeachment, indictments, felony charges of several counts is allowed to run for president of the United States. Make that make sense to me. How is he allowed? How is his name even allowed to be on a ballot? You're facing indictments, you're facing impeachments, more than one, and you're facing several felonies, but yet you are still to allow to have your name on the ballot for president of the United States. I, I still don't get that. I don't get it. 
Only in America. Now, Rudy Giuliani, another one of Trump's flunkies, let me transition to that, has now filed bankruptcy because he was ordered last week to pay $148 million to Ms. Shea Moss and Ms. Ruby Freeman because of his involvement in harassing and threatening these ladies for simply doing their job back in the 2020 election down in Georgia, and because he can't pay his only can't pay his legal fees for his other cases that he's facing. You know what? Too bad, so sad. I care less. That's exactly what you get. The, the type of energy you put out is going to come back to you. So the fact that he has to file bankruptcy and he doesn't have the money to pay it off, that's just too bad. You shouldn't have, like I said last week, you have 148 million reasons now to shut your mouth. So some people, sometimes you get what you get. Uh, somber news here in Philadelphia. Um, two crew members from Six Action News were on assignment in New Jersey in a helicopter. Um, crashed um, last week. Um, one guy, I forgot his name. He was, he was, he was, um, he was the pilot. He was 67 years old. And the other guy was 45 years old. And they were just finishing up an assignment. And then on their way back to Philadelphia when the plane went down, um, services are going to take place, if not today, probably by the end of this week. Probably, I know definitely before the new year comes. It's just, I don't know why, for me, it's just every time we hear something like this, my mind automatically reverts back to Kobe Bryant. Because we all know in January of 2020, uh, Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and seven and other people were on a plane crash in California, I mean, a helicopter crash in California, and that's how he lost his life. And immediately, when I, that's where my mind went. When I heard that he passed, that they, these two news crew members passed in the helicopter crash, my mind went right there. It was like, it, I don't know why, because it's just something, something like that. It's just sudden, it's tragic, and my thoughts and prayers definitely go out to their families because this happened right before Christmas, and their lives are forever changed. Um, my prayers definitely go out. We have my sympathy and my compassion because this is awful news, and May they rest in peace because this is something you should never want to deal with at any time, especially during the Christmas holidays. So my thoughts and prayers definitely go out to them. Um, citizens, residents in Iceland have been dealing with a volcanic eruption now for a couple of weeks to the point where residents are not allowed to come back home. Um, most of the um, lava is running into um, the waters and the rivers over there. But still, the land itself is inhabitable. It's, it's, um, it's not stable at all. And they don't know when it's going to subside and when it's going to settle. But most of the residents over there are not allowed to come back at this time. So like I said, the volcanic eruption, I think it took place a week or two ago. And it's still erupting and it's still spewing out lava. So that's the situation. And it's just every time it, it just it seems like to me, it's, 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 uh, it's a domino effect. When one volcano erupts, it's just it's a scary situation because you never know when it's, if it's going to trigger another one. So that's just my opinion. Uh, the mayor of Boston apologized to um some black men. We got their names. Uh, they were accused of a murder in 1989 that they did not commit. Basically said it was racist and wrong that they were accused of this and I believe they were acquitted. Um, they were um had been convicted and they were released. Um, city of Boston has a long history. I'm not from Boston, but I have family members that live up there. I've been there one time, me and my wife. Um, Boston has a long history of racism. We all know that. Um, going all the way back to the high people um, that I remember being heard was 
how Bill Russell, I mean, this man is winning championships in the city of Boston, and yet he still came home to his home vandalized, graffiti, with the word nigger sprayed across his bedroom, and just, just, just damaged his home, and just, I'm glad that they're trying to make that right, because Boston's history of being racist, I'm talking about from sports teams to local figures, it doesn't matter. It's just hopefully they're setting a new tone with this because it's a shame that it's a major thriving city, but the history of racism there is just ugly. And the fact that she took time to apologize for that is a major step in the right direction. Hopefully they're they're setting a new presence with that. Um, let's get into some NFL scores from this past week. Uh, week seventeen. Uh, week seventeen. No, no, sorry, week sixteen that just took place. Uh, Thursday, December twenty-first, the Rams, Los Angeles Rams, defeated the New Orleans Saints thirty to twenty-two. Pittsburgh Steelers defeated the Cincinnati Bengals thirty-four to eleven. Buffalo Bills defeated the Los Angeles Chargers. 24-22, Miami Dolphins took down my Dallas Cowboys 22-20 in the last-second field goal. Cleveland Browns defeated the Houston Texans 36-22. Uh, New York Jets uh, defeated the Washington Commanders 30-28. Seattle Seahawks defeated the Tennessee Titans 20-17. Atlanta Falcons defeated the Indianapolis Colts 29-10. Green Bay Packers squeaked out a win against the Carolina Panthers 33-30. Detroit Lions, congratulations to them. They defeated the Minnesota Vikings 30 to 24 to win their first division title in 30 years. And when it was the NFC Central, now it's the NFC North. So it's the first division title in 30 years, the first time winning the NFC North division title. So congratulations to them. Shout out to Benito Jones, former Wayne County War Eagle down in Wayneboro, Mississippi. So handling business with the Detroit Lions. Congratulations to them. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars 30-12. Chicago Bears defeated the Arizona Cardinals 27-16. The New England Patriots defeated the uh, Denver Broncos 26-23. And a shocker, the Las Vegas Raiders going to Arrowhead and beat Kansas City 20-14. The Philadelphia Eagles get back on the, get back on the winning track, um, defeating the New York Giants 33-25. And probably one of another shocker of Christmas night, Baltimore Ravens played the role of the Grinch going to Santa Clara and defeated, defeated the San Francisco 49ers 33-19. Uh, Lamar Jackson has put the entire league on notice and he's saying that um, don't count me out for the MVP this year. So definitely congratulations to them on the um, big, huge win on Christmas night. Uh, let's get into some um, some scores from the bowl games from, from this past weekend. Uh, Troy defeated uh, Duke defeated Troy in the Birmingham Bowl, seventeen to ten. North Illinois, Northern Illinois defeated Arkansas State, twenty-one nineteen in the Camellia Bowl. Air Force defeated James Madison in the Armed Forces Bowl, thirty-one to twenty-one. Georgia State defeated Utah State, forty-five to twenty-two in the Idaho Potato Bowl. <laughs> South Alabama defeated East Michigan in the Ventures Bowl, 59-10. Northwestern defeated Utah in the Las Vegas Bowl, 14-7. Coastal Carolina defeated San Jose State in the Hawaii Bowl, 24-14. Yesterday in the Quick Lane Bowl, Minnesota defeated Bowling Green, 30-24. And in the First Responders Bowl, Texas State defeated Rice, 45-21. And in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, 
Uh, Kansas defeated UNLV 49 to 36. All right. And the Christmas Day uh, NBA scores that I can remember. Uh, Milwaukee defeated the New York Knicks. Denver Nuggets defeated the Golden State Warriors, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Dallas Mavericks behind a 50-point performance, all-time Christmas performance by Luka. They defeated the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Miami Heat. You know, uh, Rookie Lopez at 31 points, defeated the Philadelphia 76ers. And the Boston Celtics went in and defeated the Los Angeles Lakers on Christmas Day. The Lakers, I believe, they have lost six or seven straight since winning the in-season tournament. So, there you go. Anyway, other uh, entertainment news I wanted to get into. Uh, Taraji, Pen- Taraji Henson um, had an emotional breakdown speaking last week. Uh, during a press conference during the movie for the movie Color Purple that came out on Christmas Day, and she basically was just saying that uh, black actors and black women, uh, black actresses in particular in Hollywood, how they're underpaid, overworked, and underappreciated. Um, as long as her aunt, she just basically says she's tired. And it's just crazy how long Taraji P. Henson has been in the game, 20 plus years. Uh, as groundbreaking, ceiling-breaking roles that she has performed and still feels like she's not getting the money that she's due by these other productions and they always and she, she said, you don't sell that well overseas, so they keep using that as an excuse and she's not the first person I heard, she's not the first black actor or actress I heard say that that you don't sell well overseas which is why they don't put the money up that they do behind other productions, which is crazy because there's no way I can believe that because music, movies, all sell overseas quite well. And they just use that as an excuse to not put the money up for the production that they should. And she broke it down firmly. And she broke it down perfectly, saying that, oh, I heard Taraji got paid 10 million of this or 10 million for that. She said, no, first of all, and something that everybody needs to learn. And I hope they get into their mind and their mental capacity. There's these two most important words you need to learn after taxes. So if you do get a check for $10 million, $5 million of that is going to Uncle Sam off top. That is totally correct. You're not getting $10 million. So anything that they tell you you're getting, cut it in half off top. So you get $5 million. Then you got a team that lets you say you got to pay for it. But you got to make sure that you support. So that's probably another 2 or $3 million that's going right there to make sure the team is paid and make sure everything is everything is taken care of. So she may have taken out of ten million dollars, she may have taken two or three million home as hers. Then she has her own expenses that she has to take care of. So but like my man in uh, the movie Candyman that came out a couple of years ago said it doesn't surprise me what Hollywood does because Hollywood, much like America, is, 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 is they love, as we as black people, they love what we make, they love what we do, but they never love us as we should, as, as we're supposed to be, because it just uses, uses, uses until they use us up. So I'm not surprised that what's going on with her and she's having a breakdown that she is, is like, she's been, she's, she should be one of the highest paid actresses in Hollywood, because her work speaks for herself. She's been putting in work for a long, long time. Actresses like her, Angela Bassett, Viola Davis, these ladies have Halle Berry, these ladies have been putting this down more than 20, 25, 30, three, four plus decades. And their work is substantial, their work is exceptional, their work is excellent in what they do. And they should be paid for it. I don't care 
is this is the fact that in 2023, getting ready to be 2024, we're still talking about equality in all areas for all people here in these yet to be United States. That just that that tells you everything how far we've come, but how far we still have to go. From one um from one actor to actress to an actor, Jonathan Majors was found guilty of assault and harassment. Uh dating back to um situation with his ex-girlfriend and of course we all know what was going to happen next. His um contract with Marvel movies was dropped. Um yeah, hopefully they can put this he can put this behind him and I'll try to move forward with his other projects that he has lined up, but it just goes to show you that being black in this country, you, you mess up and everything is going to be taken away from you. They, they, they're not giving you the second chances that we've seen other, other races get in this country. So, yeah, I kind of knew that was coming. I knew that was going to come. And everybody knew it was going to come. So, it's a shame, but, um, yeah, not surprised. Not surprised at all. Uh, congratulations to singer T Pain. He will have a residency in Las Vegas in 2024. Also, uh, Florida, Florida-based rap uh, singer uh, Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, numerous projects, uh, several gold and platinum albums, song singles. Uh, major, major accomplishment. Major, major uh, milestone for him as a singer, as an entertainer, comedian. If you get a if you get a residency in Las Vegas, that shows that you have definitely arrived because they don't ask anybody. And the fact that you have new addition. Jodeci, and now you're going to have T-Pain. Usher just completed his a couple of weeks ago, and it was phenomenal from what everybody was saying and the footage that I've seen. So if Vegas asks you to come do a residency, that's not for everybody. So the fact that T-Pain got that, congratulations to him. Shout out to him. Other news and notes that I want to get into real quick. President Biden is releasing several people from prison for marijuana-related charges that have been
school, teaching that she works in here in Philadelphia, major responsibilities. But she's handling it. She's doing well. My daughter, she started preschool. Um, son, yeah, he was starting daycare without his big sister. So it's just major little milestones in our family. Um, my older brother, he, him and his wife both retired from the Navy. My brother, after, my older brother, after 24 years, his wife, I believe, after 21, 22 years. And then they made a major move across the country from San Diego back to Atlanta, um, to the Atlanta, Georgia area. I believe McDonald, if I'm not mistaken. My younger brother um, graduated from Northwestern University. First black man from Mississippi ever to graduate with a master's degree from Northwestern University in Everson, Illinois. So major milestone for him and my mother, my beautiful mother. This Friday, December 29th, after 42 years of excellent, superb service as a nurse and a registered nurse in the state of Illinois and Mississippi after 42 years, she will be retiring for good. If there's anybody on this planet that deserves the word retirement and everything good that comes with it, it is my mother. She has been there for the go-to person, no matter where she was called to, no matter who she had to help, she was there and gave excellent service and was there to help people in their time of need as a nurse. Um, my mother's done it all. IVs, she delivered babies, just ran a floor, ran a nursing home, ran a nurse, just a whole, not anything that a nurse had to do, my mom has done it times a hundred. And so I just want to say congratulations to my mom. After 42 years of being a nurse, that is something that, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, congratulations. You did that. I'm proud of you and words cannot express how happy I am for you because you deserved it and after Friday Nurse Wanda is out stethoscope drop well learned well deserved we all come from different races backgrounds cultures places and statuses but we are more alike than we are different we can see each other as human find common ground of interest and begin to pick each other's brain and dig into the core of each other respectfully and peacefully only then can we begin to heal each other and truly bridge the gap between all of us. It's another episode of The Bridge. Good night, I'm Big Ron Brown, Big Push, Big Push. I will be posting this to my Spotify for podcasts as well as my Twitter page and my Facebook page. Um, the next time I talk with you guys, if the, God, if the Lord says the same, it will be 2024. Have a blessed and happy New Year. Enjoy yourself on New Year's Eve. Stay safe. Watch out for each other. Pray for you. I pray for you. Pray for you pray for me, I pray for you, we pray for each other because we need each other to make it. And um, I will talk with you guys in the new year. Until then, stay safe and have a good one. Peace.